As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Mr. Andrew, you ready to do some spoilers? Let's make it happen, Captain. Sift spoil for Sorry to Bother You, starting right now. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, well, congratulations. <laughs> uh, and we will we will be spoiling it, so you probably don't want to listen to us. We'll probably jump around a little bit as well. Uh, jump up, jump up, and jump down. Uh, Andrew, what do you want to talk about first with well, Sorry to Bother You? Can we just get horse people out of the way? <laughs> What is Equisapiens? Equisapiens, human human horse people. Yeah, like legit, like for real. Like when that thing fell out of the bathroom stall, I'm like, what? What just happened? Like, where are we? Here's what I thought was going to happen. You know, he got hit in the head with the cola can, right? Right. I thought that it was going to be revealed. Like he just these are all concussion symptoms. You know, well, this is a fever dream of a movie, and so I wondered if that that is is the perfect. And now it is a fever dream of a movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wondered if we were going to actually discover it was a fever dream or, you know, something like that. Yeah. No. Nope. Um, but no, no, it's, it all really happened, apparently. It turned into Tusk. Do you remember uh, uh, yeah. that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what this turned into. Yeah. It, it, not only uh, Equa Sapiens, but graphically endowed Equa Sapiens. Uh, yeah. It, I mean, the movie was making a point to take in the entirety of of this animal and all of its anatomy. Um, I just, I, and just part of me is like, why, like uh, what, what are you trying to do? Like why yeah. with that whole thing? So I, yeah, it was, it seemed up to that point, every single metaphor had served a purpose. You mm-hmm. talk about, uh, you know, the telemarketing, you know, g- getting the promise of the promotion and, you know, making yeah. it big and selling out and, and selling out yeah, all and that stuff. stuff like that. Yeah. Or, um, what I thought was a very powerful metaphor was whenever Army Hammer is trying to force Cassius to rap. Mm-hmm. He's oh, like, that was that was crazy uncomfortable and crazy powerful. Yeah, because you know it's like this is all we expect of you. This is what you know you're supposed to do. This is your right. class role. Yeah, you the know? racial stuff I thought was really powerful in this. Yeah. and you know an understanding uh, of what cultural appropriation and what racism looks like it's not necessarily hating somebody or beating them up but it's just you know taking their color and making it the defining part of who they are and then assuming things about them because of it and but it was three minutes later we get horse people yeah and it do you think that it diluted everything that came before it diluted or distracted for sure yeah because up until that point i'm like Wow, this is like every. There's been metaphors for like. I bet Boots Riley could tell you. I bet he could. He. I, I'm sure he thinks that there's a clear metaphor there that we should be picking up on. 
the the one that I was thinking in my head is there's been this discussion lately about uh military and mm-hmm. you know uh it's not militaristic breeding or something but it's more along the lines of like how people in the military are more likely to marry someone else who's in the military yeah. and then their kids will grow up in, to be in the military you know so it's as though our society is unconsciously breeding this militaristic uh I so thought, I thought it had more to do with there's a lot in this movie about using people yeah. and I I thought it was supposed to symbolize when you sell out, when you sell yourself out, that you think what you're doing is pursuing like a, a corporate heaven, you know, so to speak. Yeah. But actually, you will always be used. And yeah. so it was like, you know, he thinks he's exceeded to this one place, but instead he's being told, no, actually, your role is to become one of these creatures and be our spy inside so we can make sure we're controlling them. Yeah. Um, and from a racial perspective, that that is an interesting thought as well. You know, mm-hmm. the idea of, um, you know, a person of color who succeeds to a level where then really all corporate wants from them is to be their uh, almost interpreter. interpreter. The token. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think it's trying to deal with some of those things, but the, the horse people just throws it all off. Like, it yeah. just, it's so... It, it just feels unnecessary to me. It feels gratuitous in a lot of ways, and so yeah. I don't. I don't know. You know, I obviously don't. It's not up to me, I guess, to find a solution to how you would do it. But I, it, yeah, it, it definitely threw me off. Another part of this movie, I don't know why this part keeps standing out to me. Maybe you can shed some light on it. But whenever he's having an argument with his friend, and it's all my favorite doing, part of the movie, and they're complimenting it's each other, it's my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, I hope you have a good day. Well, I hope you have a good week. Oh, I I loved that so much. Yeah, um, because it's. I think it's my favorite part of the movie too, I, and I don't know why. Uh, well, help for, me out here. Well, for me, it, it just it felt so real in that that feeling of um, we are disagreeing, but we're supposed to be on the same team. Yeah. So I'm going to disagree with you, but um, you know, but my I, love for you trumps that. But my love for you trumps that. I'm, I'm going to be passionate, but at the same time. You know, we so there's almost there's almost a societal pressure there as well. Yeah. Um. That that the, these guys are feeling like you know we want to get in a fist fight, but instead we just have to compliment each other. Yeah. Um. It's just really interesting. I, I just found it to be very authentic to human experience. Yeah. You know, that 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 I've experienced. So another thing that the movie really hits on and. An, I can't even say it's the main underlying message because I don't know what the main. Sure, but the yeah, one that yeah. keeps coming back is uh, work, work free or something like that, or live free, worry free, worry free. That's mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah, you know how you know society. You know you can do all this stuff, and you know we'll feed you. We'll right. And, like, we trade our freedom we, for leisure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, yeah, that's slavery. Mm-hmm. And you know, and he becomes a part of that system that you know. Mm-hmm. You know, promotes it and everything, and that could have been dealt with more. Like maybe make that the main focal point of the movie, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's so it's disappointing, but at the same time, I don't know if I'm disappointed because it's. I've never been so confused about a movie and how well, I'm supposed of, to feel about. Think it. of Tessa Thompson's character. 
you know, is an artist who has... Oh, that performance art scene was just so uncomfortable. Yeah, the performance art scene where she's asking people to throw things at her and yeah. um, call her names, I think. And yeah. So there's, there's just a lot of those. We're going to do an extreme metaphor here and kind of let you figure out what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, another the one another moment that really stood out to me that I uh, that I felt like I connected with was when they're getting ready to do phones down, uh, where they strike mm-hmm. right because a lot of this, um, you know, Glenn yeah. <laughs> is is leading the strike, and uh, and he's called in. And he's like, I'm not going to bend, whatever. And they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. We're here to give you a promotion. Yeah. You can get out of this place. And that idea of, well, am am I abandoning, you know, these people who are part of my family, part of my team, part of what I want from them? Or am I just accepting the good things that happen in my life? Um, and I think there is, like with many things in this, a very racial element to that for the the uh, the black community of the idea of, you know, when you have success, you know, like somebody like LeBron James or something like that, you know, the responsibility of not leaving people behind, of understanding your responsibility to your community, all those kind of things. I just thought that was very interesting, even beyond the racial element of it, just the human element of yeah. um, buying people off with something that seems unrelated, uh, but is, you know, actually a, a related way to do it. So, another thing in the movie is the constant callback to the television show you got the blank or i got the blank kicked out of me. yeah yeah yeah. that's the epitome of reality tv right there well and and that he has that the moment where he goes public about the equisapiens he right has to go he through. has to do that first and yeah. then get get the louder voice and it's almost like you have to be willing to have all sorts of crap thrown at you yeah to be able to get your message out um because it's so noisy yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I thought that that metaphor made sense to me. Yeah, metaphors galore, man. Yeah. Anything else? Uh specifically, not right off the top of my head. Um, it's just you know their relationship is interesting. Um, you know, going from you know when he starts to be successful and you know yeah. she's she's a part of that. She's living in the fancy house and everything, but she doesn't necessarily agree. And you know, kind of the conversations on that. I like how his posture changed. Did mm-hmm. you notice that? Yeah. He was always kind of hunched over, but then after he got promoted to uh, a power caller, he you know, he stood up straight and it seemed mm-hmm. like his even his voice changed a little. He was more yeah. articulate and stuff like that. Um it was really it was subtle, but I I picked up on several different things. I'm like, "Okay. Yeah. Um can you help me understand the photo that he keeps carrying around that keeps changing? Was that his dad? What was that? It's supposed to represent. It's supposed to represent your history, being disappointed in you, proud in you, okay, uh, your heritage. You know where you come from. What would they think of? Yeah. You know what you're doing. So yeah. And at the end of the day, if there is a clear message in this movie, I actually think that's the one. The one through line that you can draw is the idea of he is as a character coming to a place where he's happy with that picture. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the idea of, you know, living up to your heritage and, and honoring that is definitely a through line, yeah. I think. So, 
<laughs> we're all we're kind of guessing on everything. I wish I would have seen this movie earlier in the week. I could have had more time to think about it. But a little I saw more, a little more processing time. Yeah, sure. but I saw it at ten o'clock last night. So, <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Your dreams must have been very interesting last night. I don't remember my dreams. Maybe it was like you already dreamt. You saw that movie. That's that was, right. That's that was going to be our your dream anyway. So you can just you know. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, with something else. Um, we didn't even talk about the the coke. You know, and that people are wearing a costume of him with the yeah. you know the coke on you know hitting him in the head. He wore that bloody headband for ever ever after that. Yeah, um, the sign spinning. You know, that was actually really cool. Yeah. Well, whenever Stephen, you know, uh-huh. Glenn got a hold of it and he started well, his stunt doing the double flip. or whatever. Yeah, his stunt double. <laughs> but no, it was really cool. And his character is a character that uh, travels around. And tries to start unions mm-hmm. and stuff for causes and stuff like that. And I think you know that a. Uh, I didn't know if that was a uh, a social justice kind of uh, sure. metaphor or yeah. something like that. Because I actually liked what he was doing, and I don't like social justice warriors. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, but uh. Social justice warrior is my favorite superhero. Really. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, some of them are annoying in the things that they. Uh, it's just one of those ways we classify each other that we probably shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like we're all just human beings who have beliefs and well, that, trying to do. Maybe stuff. it goes back to you know in earlier in the show and show proper when I was talking about people getting upset for no reason, mm-hmm. even for things that don't relate to them. Just yeah, they have to be upset for other people. Yeah, that's that's the stuff. That's something to be careful of for sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, uh, man, great performances. Interesting metaphors. Why don't I like this movie? It's just so <laughs> muddled, and yeah, that third act is. Does the third act well? And we haven't even, we haven't movie? even talked about the fact that he's worried about becoming one because he snorted that you know, and then he that does. line of stuff, and then well, he's not going to become one, but he actually does want want at the end, and then there's the little tag. Of oh, him, we're beating up, yeah. you know, going into you know Army Hammer's house or whatever, and yeah. staging a revolt, and I don't know that all that stuff felt a little tagged on or yeah, forced. Or... Man, it's like it's a completely different movie. Yeah, it's so jarring. I don't know. Well, there you go. Yeah, some specific spoiler thoughts on uh, on Sorry to Bother You. Even still talking to spoilers, I still don't think we covered everything. It'd be hard. You yeah. Know? There's just so much going on um, in a lot of these characters and kind of what they're going through. There was stuff with, you know, uh, the Terry Crews character. Yeah. You know, because part of it was like... He was going to have to join the worry-free program because he was going to lose his house. So the joy of him being able to pay off all his debts is counteracted by the fact that he's selling out to do it. That's a real human thing. That's a real-life thing, you know? Yeah. Doing wrong things for the right reason, you yeah. know, stuff like that. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's, I, all, it's you, all here and more. You know what I'm really feeling bad about is Danae trying to find a game that will go along with it. <laughs> Sorry to bother you. Yeah. Yeah. What is she even going to have to come up with? <laughs> Just weird games. Yeah. Some of the surreal games. Today, if there. you're listening to this and you find a, a game called Fever Dream, <laughs> that needs to be. You found it. Yeah. Well, thanks for checking it out. We appreciate you guys. Uh, we'll be back to talk Mission in, uh, Impossible next week. And of course, we'll I'm sure we'll have a spoiler cast for that. Uh, so excited for that and excited to chat with you again next week. Bye. Bye bye. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.